If you happen to be traveling through the landscape of Wyoming, you may notice a multi-level structure jutting out of the horizon that feels, well, out of place. Oh, and it also killed its owner. I'm Christina. And I'm Kristen. And today on the Real Crime Podcast, we'll be delving deep into the Smith Mansion of Cody, Wyoming. So this is a house that I actually discovered late night watching some Discovery Plus. And it was one of those things where it was just so bizarre. I couldn't stop staring at it. You know what I mean? Like I had to look up pictures of it. I was like almost yeah, obsessed I with really it. I really want to know what the inside looks like. So the insides, I mean. Did you see pictures? Because I could not find one. In the documentary, they show like little bits of it. But it's it's literally the documentary that you don't know the name of and I, have no idea I where to find, to find it. it. I have to find it. I have to look <laughs> it up. I'm so sorry. I was out last night, so I couldn't like just stop what I was doing and like look it up. But I felt really bad. Um, what's what's wild is it's very um, unfinished. So like what you see on the exterior mm-hmm. is much of what the interior looks like. Interesting as well. Like we're talking like wood plank floors that are just like thrown down over dirt sort of thing okay yeah i see so the the interior and the exterior plus like the uh, upper levels and stuff they aren't enclosed so it's almost like they're all giant screened patios sort of thing i think everything was meant to have windows but they never got that far doesn't it get cold in wyoming so yes and that is absolutely something that i thought about where i'm like this doesn't feel like the best place to have an open right. air <laughs> like it's not like costa rica exactly, or something exactly exactly where you expect to find something right. like this i don't want like my house cats being you know picked up by hawks that are just kind of uh right, right. sailing around <laughs> and easily accessing it okay and before we jump in i just yeah. want to be clear there's not actually a crime in this episode no no there's no real crime it's It's just kind of a fun i gotta be honest the house in itself is a crime but um (laughs) that's just an aesthetic standpoint so what are we gonna do so at the same time that i couldn't stop staring at this property it kind of I don't know. There was something about it that sort of drew me in in a weird way. And because it looks like something you would love to go in as a child and like play in. Absolutely. Yes. It's it's like a treehouse. Right. It's like a treehouse like jutting out of the, the ground. Yeah. Yeah. No trees in sight. Literally. Not a single tree. I don't know. It's very open. And it certainly held that kind of magic for the original owner, Lee Smith. 
So Francis Lee Smith was born and raised in Cody, Wyoming, and then later studied architecture at Montana University. Then he returned to Cody with his wife and new child on the way and set out to build a family home. So pretty standard story, right? Like nothing too out of the norm there. Yeah, except for he's going to build the home himself. Mm, I don't know, because Cole has dreams of doing that. Like he doesn't. I'm just saying like a lot of people dream of doing that but not a lot of people actually build their own house okay that's very fair that is very fair and like what's really kind of cool I think about him as a builder Lee Smith I thought you were talking about Cole no (laughs) I mean like I've got a couple of things that are cool about him too but you know um so Lee Smith was actually like this reclaimed architect before it was like cool to be sustainable you know what I mean so all of this sort of takes place back in the 70s and Lee found and salvaged a ton of old timber from a massive wildfire in the Cody area from 1957 And it's also got to be, like, way more cost-effective, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Now, he had a job, but, like, still, if you can build a house for close to free, like, build the house for close to free, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. That ish is expensive. So Lee began with the first floor and completed it in 1973. It was truly more like a cabin than a house though the family was living in it but there was no running water no electricity uh simply like a small wood-burning fireplace in the first floor to warm them in the winter months still the entire smith family made it a home it's like little house in the prairie it is it is and it's you and know, it's, it's like on a prairie literally on a prairie it's very little house on a prairie but it's like large house on a prairie so so then lee decided that he wasn't finished it was no longer to be a simple one floor cabin but instead there will be there would be a second floor added and he didn't or couldn't stop there This home became his obsession. From 1973 to 1992, Lee Smith would work all day, like go to his job and work all day. And then using his small pickup truck, he would go out, collect small bits of timber, wood, logs, and other usable materials. Then he'd come home. And until the wee hours of the morning, like we're talking like two or three in the morning, he would compulsively build, which resulted in four full floors plus a crow's nest of sorts. I think that's what they call them on ships, you know, like the the perch at the very top of the mast, the crow's nest. Mm, I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. It's okay. It's it's basically like a fifth edition that's almost like a little widow's walk or something. Yeah, like a widow's walk. Exactly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I knew I'd get there. (laughs) There were balconies. There were pulleys. There's this ridiculous staircase that goes up the side of it. That's absolutely massive. I just I was exhausted looking at it. I just realized what it reminds me of. What? Did you ever see the Swiss family Robinson? Um, I am familiar with it. It's like a really old movie. And now I don't know. It's in black and white. I don't remember. I don't know that I've ever actually seen it. Like, I've definitely heard of it because it's based on a book, right? Yeah. So it's 1960s. Okay. Okay. 1960. So they build like this cool tree house 
and like the staircase kind of spirals around yes! it. And that's yes, what yes, this yes. house reminds me of. Got it. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and the pulleys and everything. Yes. Yeah. The pulleys and, and all of that. Yeah. And that's very like survivorish treehouse esque. I love it. I know. I know. Uh, so balconies, pulleys, stairs, like uh, pull elevator sort of things. Uh, you know, obviously not electrified. And it was all open air, which, as we were saying before, doesn't really seem practical for Wyoming. But then again, I've never been to Wyoming, so I don't know what the weather is like there. I know it does get cold. I mean, almost everywhere gets cold at some point. I mean, okay, so let's just say, I mean, I assume everyone in the world has seen Yellowstone. Yeah. They're cold yeah. a lot. Yeah. This house is literally on the way to Yellowstone. Right. If you're driving to it. Right. Uh, so it can't be that far. Right. So it's cold. It's, it's yeah. There there are at least chilly times. Chilly times. Chilly times that they go through. <laughs> so in the early 80s, Lee's wife, Linda, finally said, bro, <laughs> we are living in a dirt floor, non-utility to open air cabin in the middle of fucking Wyoming. I'm taking the kids and I'm out. And like, Linda... I get it. I totally get it. I don't think I could do that forever. So Lee, who probably never even put his hammer down, just sort of let her leave. And he just kept building so much so that his own ex-wife, Linda, believed that once she was gone, the home became everything to him. Like just a complete I obsession. Mean, that makes sense. If yeah. he's already obsessed building and right. then the one thing that was like keeping him somewhat grounded leaves right. and now he's like all it's in full blown also side note according to google the lowest or the average low temperature in wyoming is 28 degrees that's chilly yes that's really chilly that's I'm gonna below need freezing some heat. yeah i'm gonna need more than a fireplace on a dirt floor that's for sure and the coldest i don't this is interesting to me there's probably no need to add this in our podcast no but, but why I, not give it to me so the record low for the state is minus 66 degrees oh no hell no oh no, absolutely and not. that was in 1933 at that's, yellowstone park that's chilly that is way too chilly yeah so listening to lee's children talk about their father it's definitely clear that like most kids they really didn't know that there was anything strange about their circumstances until later in life and that's got to be such a bizarre feeling i mean here are these adults looking back at the fact that their father spent 85 percent of his time in a day building an ever unfinished house so this story as a whole reminds me of the Winchester Mystery House, which I could have sworn we had covered at some point, but I guess we'll just have to cover it at some point. Yeah, I don't think we did. Okay. Um, so with the Winchester Mystery House, it was essentially this widow who had this fortune and nothing better to do. So she just kept adding things to this home in California. Like there are staircases that go to nowhere and doors that open and it's like just the exterior of the house. And it was as if the home possessed her and kept telling her what needed to be built next and where. Interesting. It's it's really funky. You can stay there and like tour it and stuff. Which I would is, like to do that. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's really cool. So I am honestly wondering if there's some sort of mental disorder that both of these individuals were struggling with, 
that maybe has not been identified and it became somehow the house became the compulsion you know what i mean like what they were obsessing over yeah well it sounds like like a depressive ocd state yeah yeah i would say so where you like just can't do anything else sort of thing so real tragedy struck in april of 1992 when construction came to a permanent end on the mansion a large log from an upper level came loose while lee was working um, on one of the upper level balconies it struck him And he plummeted to the ground, falling more than 20 feet. And it he basically either hit his head or his neck. I don't believe that they were able to, like, pinpoint exactly what happened. But it killed him instantly as he was falling. And then he hit the ground. It actually wouldn't be until the next day when a neighbor would find his body. He would be buried at a nearby Cody Cemetery, being a longtime Cody resident. And no, he was not wearing any protective gear. No. And yes, that would have saved his life. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, like, if it broke his neck, maybe not. But like... No, I'm like protective gear, meaning like... Like a harness? Yes, something keeping him attached to the house as he he was just working on the outside of a house. No, he was literally just scaling this place. And there was no, like, scaffolding that he was climbing on. Like, he was scaling the side of the house. And that's how he always worked on it. Which, Which he successfully did for many years. But, like... You know, this did not work out in his favor. So after his death, Smith's daughter, Sunny, became the property caretaker. She and her husband, Paul, started a not-for-profit preservation project to keep the property protected and intact. In 2019, there was a sale of the home to a lodging company that apparently already owned a number of more traditional properties in the area. And I guess this went for an undisclosed price, somewhere between $250,000 and $500,000. It's a pretty big really, price really, difference. Exactly. Really drastic price difference. Um, I also saw a report that a local realtor made an estimate that it went for $414,000, or $300, which is an incredibly specific and odd number for a property to sell for. So that was fun. I think I think he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, something tells me that he like knew what the price was. And he's like, well, I can't tell you for sure, but $414,300, you know? <laughs> Either that or he just like threw out a bunch of random numbers, which is even crazier. I also got mixed information on whether or not you can visit the property. I read that it's a pri- considered a private property a now. A private and property. You, cannot, you okay. can drive by it. Okay, but you can't go into street. it. Right. Because, right. like, there was at one point instructions on, like, no before you go sort of thing. Um, also, I don't know. I actually saw the no before you go, and the no before you go is that you cannot go. That you cannot go. Gotcha, gotcha. I saw another no before you go, and there were some details on like going to it and what have you. But it's definitely like, I mean, I'm sure it would just be considered trespassing. Yeah. And it seems like the kids of this man have a very fond memory of the property and the home and that sort of thing. And their description of like, well, when it was cold, we'd sleep down here, you know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And. 
I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine living I mean, in that. I mean, if that's like how you grow up. Well, and you, you don't, don't really know, know anything, anything else, else. And you yeah. think that's normal. So that's why would you look back on it and be like, I hated it. Like if you weren't miserable when it was going on. Right. right. I don't think that'd be a terrible memory to look back on. Totally. That makes sense. I mean, there are some things, you know, are you ever like, I mean, I know you are because this happens with the two of us. We're right. like hanging out. We're talking about something about a childhood and I say something and I'm like, oh, well, this is what happened. And you look at me like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? That, that's not normal. I'm like, that's not normal <laughs> at all. That, that didn't happen to anybody. So I can just imagine that happens to them all the time. And they're just like, oh, so you didn't sleep in a dirt floor in a cabin <laughs> that your dad built themselves? No, <laughs> no, I did not. All right, yeah. well, that's uh, the Smith Mansion. That's the Smith Mansion. And I kind of want to go to Cody, Wyoming and drive by it on my I way mean, to Yellowstone. I mean, I would like to go to Wyoming anyway, so maybe yeah. we can make a trip of it. Maybe, maybe we can do like a dude ranch type thing. Oh, I want to ride some that. horses. I love that. So that was like one of the ideas that I threw out to Cole for my 40th. They're I was really like, expensive. Yeah, they are. They are. And then I kind of like withdrew that as an option. I also mm. wanted to be able to charter a boat. Um, oh, and wow. So you, you want to go all, all out? I also spend all of your money. Egypt. And like, these are all places and things that I wanted to do. And he's like, yeah, I don't know if any of that's happening. Maybe we'll save up for the next 10 years and <laughs> exactly, do that. For my 50th. For my 50th. <laughs> there you go. Start planning now. Uh, exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, well, it's okay. All right. Uh, this is us just talking now. I know, but it's fun. It's fun. We're a good time. All right, guys. Thank you so much for <laughs> tuning in. And we will be back next week with an episode that we haven't decided on yet. So we're <laughs> going to do that now. Surprise for everyone. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. Bye. Right. Bye.